Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage. Later in the programme, I'll be marking the transition from the year of the sheep to the year of the monkey, as Feng Shui master Chen Kanlung tells me about the 12 animals of the zodiac and what's in store for them, how to prepare your home for lots of good Feng Shui and shaking sticks at Wong Tai Sin Temple. But first, the weather report from my RTHK colleague Matt Walsh. Hong Kong has been experiencing one of the coldest winters in recent years, with the temperature plunging to 3.3 degrees Celsius early on January 24th, the coldest day in nearly 60 years. On the morning of February 11, 1957, there were reports of frozen rice patties and frost across the new territories, when the temperature dropped to 2.4 degrees Celsius. The China Mail reported... Thin films of ice in their water tanks were reported by the peak station of cable and wireless and the receiving station of Reuters on Victoria Peak. It was the second coldest day the colony had recorded, after temperatures plummeted to zero Celsius in January 1893. Advertisers in 1957 offered winter relief with one company inviting readers into the warmest office in town to purchase a reverse cycle air conditioner while other stores offered a choice of fashionable cashmere, tweed and velveteen coats to keep out the chills. And back to 2016. Ophelia Chan runs a shop called Herbal Bliss in Central. She also has a farm on Llama and always seems to be healthy. As you might be able to detect, I've got a cold. Ophelia gathered some herbs and brewed up some tea to help with those winter blues. Yeah, it's so lucky that we have a wonderful sunshine um, in my house. Actually, we are in a rather remote part of uh, Lama, and uh, I just uh, went to my farm to collect some of the uh, Western herbs that uh, we will be uh, brewing for tea. And uh, what kind of herbs were you looking at? Actually, there are various, because I would like to make a, a herbal tea blend instead of um, just one single herb. So um, we have the lemon verbena, um, who's just grown after the rain, and uh, calendula, and some uh, rose, and rosemary. And then uh, this is a, sp- a particular type of mint called chocolate mint. Yeah, smell like chocolate. And then, um, of course, a spearmint. That, uh, this one I buy from the market. And um, uh, rosemary and pine, pine needle. Yeah, so they all have um, antioxidant uh, uh, and uh, anti-inflammatory properties. So um, and also very relaxing, and um, yeah, it, uh, it can clear our mind too. <laughs> yes, I was going to say. I mean, and also in the winter weather. I mean, we've had very acutely cold weather, of course, mm-hmm. and we're going to continue to do so in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the beneficial properties of herbal tea? I mean, obviously, you're not a very big proponent of uh, caffeine, are you? No, actually, I, I don't uh, drink coffee or much tea uh, myself. Um, but I would love to um, uh, work with uh, nature more by um, observing the plants and collecting them at the prime. So in Hong Kong, uh, for example, in winter, we can grow um, quite a bit of the Mediterranean herbs. Like, um, for example, oh, I do. I think I do have bay here, bay leaves and um, uh, uh, lemon verbena and uh, thyme, sage and rosemary, etc. That um, are also... Um, be included in my cooking. <laughs> yes, and um, now with a herbal tea, I mean, uh, obviously I buy bags usually in a box <laughs> from a supermarket, but if you're going to make your own at home, um, do you have to spend quite a lot of time preparing? Um, not at all. Actually, um, we just uh, need a, a pot of water and that's it. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> the same actually, and actually it's、uh, much more convenient because uh, um, uh, we just collect from. Pots, for example, some people may grow、uh, plants、um, at the rooftop or at the balcony. All we need is about,、um, I would say, eighty to ninety degrees Celsius of boiling water,、um, depending whether you want it to be a pleasurable drink or a medicinal drink. Because for medicinal drink, you need about one hundred. Uh, degrees Celsius、uh, boiling water, because、uh, that would extract the、uh, bitter principles as well as the tannins and the all the、um, vitamins and minerals、uh, inside the herbs. And、uh, so you actually, so you don't want to put it in in absolute boiling water. You need to not take the kettle up to that point. Um, it really depends on the, what kind of herbs or plants I'm using. For example, if I'm、um, taking the、uh, leaves and the flower petals,、um, then、um, uh, the fragile part of the plants, then we just、uh, don't need too high temperature water. But if、uh, we use root, for example, then we even need to boil the root. Yeah, that is called a decoction. D e c o c t i o n. That is a decoction. Now we. What does one- that mean? <laughs> decoction means that、uh, you have to boil、uh, the the herbs.、Uh, for example, the seeds or the、uh, of the root part of the of the or even the bark of of the plants. Yeah, and、uh, what we are making today is called、um, in French. I I don't know whether I pronounce it correctly. It's called tisane, T I S A N E, or infusion. So、um, we just、uh, submerge or emerge the. Plants in the just boil water, yeah. And, and so,、it. if we can just recap, you've got in front of us. What are you going to be putting in the pot?、Um, I will put everything I collect、um, today:、uh, lemon verbena, rose petals, and、uh, calendula, and、uh, pine needle, and、uh, spearmint, and、um, uh, chocolate mint. Yeah. Oh, beautiful.、Well, let's give that a go then. Yeah. So you、um, basically put it in an infuser in the pot, or how do you do it? Yes,、uh, for example,、um, for the flowers, I need to take off the stem or the bottom part of the petals, for because it will be a bit、uh, bitter. For example, I'm taking now the、um, the stem of the calendula and rose. So we can start now. Yeah,、um, so I'll start with the.、Um, Uh, leaves that are more hardy. For example, I actually I have I do have some bay leaves. So I put in the bay leaves and the rosemary and the pine needles. And、um, afterwards, I'll on top、um, everything else:、um, the lemon verbena, chocolate mint, spearmint,、uh, rose, and the calendula. So I'm going. There's some lovely smells coming off. Yeah, thank you. This <gasps> do is really fresh and potent. Yes. Yes. So how how hard is it? I mean, you've gone off off to your farm.、Mm-hmm. Um, these kinds of herbs people can grow on their balconies. It's very easy. Actually, you need、um, just、um, just need a, a bigger pot, and、uh, but at least it、um, need five to six hours of sunshine. Yeah. So、um, and not too much water, and then you'll be okay.、Oh, so you've got to really make sure that there's five to six hours of sunshine per day. Per day. Going on those herbs. Yes. Yes.、Mm. So I'll I'm pouring the. Just boil water is about eighty,、uh, eighty degrees Celsius. So this is enough for four cups.、Yeah. And this is what you kick off with every morning. Yes, <laughs> it's better to、uh, brew by three to four cups rather than just one. Yeah, because we can then、um, uh, enjoy it continuously for the day.、Um, in the Western countries, people、um, just.、Uh, 
uh, brew maybe over ten cups uh, and and keep it in the fridge or in the open.、Um, Can but, you reheat it? Uh, yes and no, and of course some of the active ingredients will、um, be gone. And、uh, but、uh, for Hong Kong, I don't really think it's advisable to、um, prepare it beforehand. I will just prepare it on the day instead of. Yeah,、um, take it a, a few days ago. Yeah, because most of the、um, active constituents are already disappear. Okay, so how long do you have to let it infuse?、Um, for this one, it's about five to seven minutes. For scientifically, what's happening is that so the hot water is pulling out. All these antioxidants.、Yes. So how does it work?、Uh, yes, uh, because the water is uh, uh, one of the solvents, although、uh, will not be as active or as、uh, potent as tinctures.、Uh, for example,、um, like for example, a wine macerated. Of course, alcohol is the best solvent as well as a preservative. So that、uh, was if you were making perfume or something. Yeah, perfume or tinctures, herbal tinctures, to,、um, to be used for. Uh, for uh, for acute、uh, conditions and、um, also、uh, for convenience, yeah, because、uh, nowadays people tend to take herbal tinctures instead of、uh, brewing a good cup of herbal tea because of time <laughs> constraint. Yeah. So, a herbal tincture, what would that look like? So, it would be a bottle of liquid. Yes,、um, it's a bottle of liquid, and、um, actually, it looks like. Uh, Browny brown in color because、uh, many of the potent ingredients are already extracted from the plants, and usually we will have about five to six、uh, types of、uh, plants in one particular compound or herbal tincture that is specific for certain、um, health conditions. For example, some are good for building up immunity、uh, for cold and flu season, and the other is for relaxation, and some others are for. Women's health, etc. Yeah, so they are very potent and、um, can be、um, drank again for a few cups,、uh, like、uh, the herbal teas. The mix you've put together this morning is is very nice and colourful in this glass teapot, actually.、Um, but、um, what are the herbal benefits, the health benefits of the various herbs that you've put in there? Oh,、uh, I would say、um, it will increase the immunity because it got a lot of、uh, antioxidant and.、Um, Uh, it's good for、um, uh, warding off cold and flu.、Oh, okay,、yeah. so very, very good for the winter. Yes, and it's very good for the digestion too because we have a、uh, mint and、uh, rosemary、um, inside, and the、uh, um, rosemary and pine needle also can、um, kind of、uh, make us focus and、uh, uplift、right? our mood. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, so it's, it's a good sort of antidepressant, particularly in the,、exactly. the cold winter weather. Yes, it's very cold. It's a kind of、uh, natural、uh, antibiotic. Outtakes as well as uh, uh, Prozac, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and、um, now these—if、uh, you've obviously grown these in your、um, farm—but、um, are they very readily available in a market? Yes. For example, the、uh, spearmint are excellent、um, uh, in this、uh, in this month, and then、um, they will grow very well until maybe within the next couple of months. But after. That、um, a lot of spearmint or mint or peppermint will die down, so we have to grab the opportunity to get the most best part of the plants in the prime. Thank you. Because I, I can taste the mint there, yeah. But there's a whole variety of things. It's yes, quite. It's actually. I mean, it's not sweet, but it's actually it's it's, it's a pleasant drink. Yes,、uh, actually,、um, this is a kind of synergy of herbs, so that、um, no one. Um, everyone is kind of balanced、uh, with each other, and it's a kind of harmonious、uh, blend. 
Well, I think we've, we've just taken our herbal tea out onto your balcony here <laughs> yes. on Llama. Yeah. Gorgeous, absolutely brilliant day after this yes. cold, uh, the coldest weather that we've had for decades. Yes. And here we've got a day with blue sky. We've got green hills around us. Yes. Absolutely lovely. In front of us uh, is the uh, Trampaca, and uh, next to us is the um, eucalyptus radiator. Uh, sorry, uh, lemon eucalyptus. Yeah, it's a tall tree of about three-story high. <laughs> so, I mean, generally, I mean, Hong Kong is is a very busy city. You've got a you've got a, a bit of stress. You've got a lot of people with fatigue. Um, so, if if people are, you know, as you said, that this works as a good antibiotic, as a good pick me up. So. For people throughout the day, um, so if they're needing something to wind down before they go to bed, what, what would your recommendations on a herbal tea be? Um, I would uh, recommend uh, Melisa, uh, called Le- uh, True Lemon Balm, as well as uh, German cam- Chamomile, and uh, just a tiny bit, maybe uh, one quarter of a teaspoon of uh, True Lavender and uh, some rose petals, I think, or, or some mint, because the mint um, uh, at the same time is uplifting and as well as uh, relaxing. So a little bit of mint, yeah, to soothe uh, the spirit. Yeah, mint does a lot, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yes, a lot, and it's also good for digestion. So yeah. it's good after a meal as well, is Definitely, it? definitely, yes. Yes, mm. and in the mornings, I mean, I understand that apples are also, they work the same as caffeine, that uh, if you have an apple, there's properties within that that uh, that actually work to kind of wake you up um what else i mean say if i'm flagging mid-afternoon um <laughs> what what would you what would you use in a herbal tea then actually have you heard um about a herbal tea plant called mock cafe <laughs> yes um we use uh, roasted dandelion root as well as a uh, roasted uh, chicory root and why do you roast it just for the taste or yeah for the smoky smell so we just use um, uh, roasted chicory root as well as a uh, roasted dandelion root they really taste like coffee yeah this right? yes so um it's a kind of a coffee substitute yeah. and it works in the same way i well, mean does it just taste of coffee or do you actually get the same kind of pick me up from it um there's no caffeine in it as um like in other many of the other herbs but um it's kind of a um uh, curb the appetite or the longing for drinking coffee oh, that, oh i might switch over to that then i drink i drink far <laughs> yeah, too much coffee yes um now i mean in terms of i mean i think also the other thing is i particularly in a town like uh, or in a city like hong kong mm-hmm. i find you know having work shift work for many years um i'm constantly fighting my natural cycle right um would you say that people just have to learn to sort of go with the sun. Yes, um, that is exactly um, the answer to, um, for example, even if you are having a jet lag or you work uh, shift hours, it's better to just adhere to the natural rhythm. I mean, go out to the sun when it's sunny and then sleep, no matter um, it is uh, the daylight. Uh, 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 I mean, sleep uh, only when it gets dark, for example, after 10, yeah. So when do you normally go to bed? About 10.30. Um, according to Chinese uh, herbal medicine, um, people need to be sound asleep by 11 p.m. because that is where our spleen works and um, also the, our liver, um, who got a lot of uh, regeneration function of the body, um, work. Uh, in line with the spleen and the liver the meridian uh, of the liver runs at around 1 a.m so um we definitely need to be sound asleep by 11 p.m to get our system going in a healthy way (laughs) if i just want to wake up have something with my breakfast what sort of herbal tea would you recommend 
I think、um, something lemony,、uh, like a lemon verbena, yeah, or melissa, and、uh, even some kind of.、Um, Uh, lemon peeled and waxed, of course, <laughs> and then、um, yeah, I, I think that will give well, it a quite、go. nice. Yeah,、yes. lemon's lovely in the morning, and、uh, and in terms of if I've got a feel as if I've got a cold coming on,、um, I would、um, go switch to、um, some kind of medicinal herbs, for example,、um, echinacea or golden seal.、Um, they may be a bit bitter, but they are very effective、um, to build up our immunity、uh, system. Yeah, and it is also a very good blood、um, purifier. Oh, is that right? Yes, yes. So,、um, and, and but with echinacea, what sort of form do you need it in? It's a root, either echinacea purpurea, yeah, or echinacea.、Um, there's uh, uh, antifolia. <laughs> Just remember. Antifolia. What's that? Oh, actually, the the different species of echinacea. Yes,、uh, both uh, species um, are good for medicinal purpose. Well, you look very healthy on it, Ophelia. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You too, under the sun. <laughs> yeah, picking Everyone up. Looks healthy <laughs> under the sun. Well, we're picking up what, what vitamin D we can here. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, thank you very much for the、My、tea.、Pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming up and visiting me in the lovely morning. <laughs> Ophelia Chan of Herbal Bliss. Brewing up a storm. So, are you ready to welcome in the year of the monkey? Here's my colleague Matt Walsh again. The record bid of six hundred thirty thousand dollars for the biggest stall at this year's Lunar New Year Fair in Victoria Park, measuring seven point six by four point eight meters, to sell fast food again raised eyebrows at how it's possible to turn a profit. In nineteen thirty-two, the fair to welcome in the Year of the Monkey was held in Wan Chai for the first time. From a financial point of view, the Wan Chai Fair was a failure. The Hong Kong Sunday Herald reported on February seventh. It cost twenty dollars to rent a stall, and two dollars for lighting, and another fifteen for a watchman. And business was so poor that many could hardly make enough profit to pay for the initial outlay. To put those 1932 prices in perspective, a monthly ticket for the new YMCA swimming pool and facilities cost members two dollars fifty. In those modest pre-lycra-hugging days, gents could purchase bathing vees and slips for sixty cents. The temperature of the water, set at 24 degrees Celsius, was advertised to obviate any discomforts usually attendant on winter bathing. Feng Shui Master Chen Kanlong is super busy at this time of year as households and companies prepare to welcome in the Year of the Monkey. I joined him in Central to find out about what's in store for the different zodiac animals and how he remembers the Lunar New Year from his childhood. On the Chinese New Year, we used to、uh, visit our family. Uh, so uh, we we will get the lazy. Lazy is a red pocket money for blessing the children、uh, to have a good fortune in the coming year. Now, so lazy obviously is very popular with children. It's it's it's、uh, <laughs> when they go round to visit the relatives over Chinese New Year. But as a, a feng shui master, you're incredible. This is the week just leading up. You're very very busy.、Um, so, can you tell me about your work over Chinese New Year and what the significance is of your job? Yes, as、uh, the feng shui energy is、uh, changing every year, so、uh, we will go to the、uh, visit the client、uh, house to get a feng shui setting in order to get a good fortune in the coming year、uh, energy. So, is this、uh, more? Is this both businesses and private households? House and、uh, corporate client,、uh, both of them. 
So uh, it is very significant to get the feng shui setting before Chinese New Year. So I'm very busy this day because of that. Uh, I see. So uh, you will now go off to businesses, and then what do you do when you say you, you to set the feng shui setting? What what does that involve? Uh, we will uh, as the energy is uh, different in every grid in the house. So let's uh, let's say uh, for example, uh, if someone would like to have a good relationship. The energy of relationship is on the yeast grid, so we would put a, a red, red grid, a red mat uh, on the door, uh, and uh, to to boost the luck. Is that right? And uh, so that's for so that can be. Is that more romantic relationship, or is that a relationship of any sort? Uh, any re- relationship in any any kind. Yeah. So, but do you, on the subject of romance, do you actually have people who come and say, "I want to increase my luck. I want to find a husband." Yes, uh, of course. So this, so uh, the door at the east side is very important. So in a house, I mean, how can I, if I walk into my flat, how can I? Uh, I need to get a compass out and and see what where all of these sides are. Yes. Uh, first, uh, first of all, the, uh, uh, you can go inside your house at the center, and uh, uh, you see the compass to find the directions. Then you will find the night grid of the house. In terms of Chinese New Year, you sort of say about putting out a red mat. But uh, what other aspects? If we're going into the year of the monkey now, um, in terms of what can we expect from this year, or is that too simplistic? Is there, I presume it's very complicated. All these different aspects coming together. Uh, for the monkey of years, uh, the energy of water and fire is swapping. So uh, used to be, uh, for example, for for 2013 to 15. Uh, the energy is uh, metal and water, uh, major. But uh, from now on, uh, after 2016, the energy is swapped. So uh, water and wa- uh, metal energy is used to be strong, but now is uh, weakness. And the fire and wood energy is become strongest. So we have to do the feng shui setting in order to. Um, balance the energy. So, in terms of the year of the monkey, the zodiac sign, the monkey. What does that signify? What kind of characteristics?、Uh, for the zodiac sign, we have twelve animal, and the monkey is the ninth animal in the twelve zodiac sign.、Uh, monkey is a very smart, intelligent, and、um, uh, very、uh, energetic animal. So, if your zodiac sign is monkey, which means Uh, you have a similar characteristic of the monkey. In Chinese New Year,、uh, Chinese people used to go to Wan Tai Sin to resolve the problem of conflict with the、uh, presiding god. Oh, I, I see. That's what that's about. Yeah. And when, because I mean, I've, I've seen it on the television, and I've actually been to attend. So when they're actually doing that. Um, you know, they often choose somebody prestigious in the community to shake shake the sticks. Yes.、Um, that、uh, on what day of the Chinese New Year?、Uh, the stick, just like a tarot card, they shake the stick、uh, when they pick us or they pick a stick. This is represent the fortune of the coming year. If the, they got a good sign, then everyone happy. If they got a bad sign, they they got to pay for the. Uh, one time scene for to to resolve the problem.、Uh, this year have four zodiac sign is、uh, having conflict with the presiding god, which is pig, monkey, snake, and also tiger. 
So if your soldier is this for as uh, animal, you have to go to Wandasin. I suggest you go to Wandasin to resolve the problem. And so you then go and shake the sticks yourself. Yes, uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, I, I shake the stick for myself too. You, everyone has to shake the stick by themselves, not the others to help. And then whatever stick comes out, you then read it, or you take the stick back to somebody who gives you a piece of paper. What's what's the process? Uh, we used to we used to pick the stick and uh, to go to the master to uh, for the reading, for the reading, what that symbolized to them. When you were growing up with Chinese New Year, what part of Hong Kong did you grow up in? What district? Uh, I I grew up in Hong Kong Island. Uh, and which particular district there? Um, Causeway Bay. Now, um, in terms of your Chinese New Year when you were growing up, and I mean, obviously there was always the attraction of the Lice Sea, but what else do you remember about what you enjoyed about Chinese New Year? Um, everyone go to Wang Dai Sin, and uh, we go to celebrate with uh, our families, and uh, um, and for the uh, some 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 people uh, at in the new territory side. They uh, they have uh, a lot of firework firework yes <laughs> uh, to um, to get away for the bad luck yes uh, that's all about it <laughs> yes now in the new territories I mean I, I certainly know where where I live on one of the outlying islands it's uh, you know there'll be a few firecrackers going off whether it's legal or not and uh, and so that I think that is really rather fun and adds to yeah. the atmosphere as long as it's uh, played safe but. Um, and I love watching those whole big strings go up with all the with the dust and smoke. Um, now, in terms of your interest in feng shui, was that something that it comes from your family? Yes, my relative is also a feng shui master, so uh, I got. So is that a, an uncle or? A... Uh, uncle, my uncle. Uh, so uh, he teach me a lot of all about feng shui and uh, what's going on uh, of the fortune how to resolve it and uh, how to boost the luck and also how to reduce the bad influence of the energy. In terms of the decor, I mean, I, I love this time of year, you know, when I go to the shops and I see, uh, I mean, these days, I mean, because it's more of a modern take, you also get, you know, gold and orange tinsel. But um, going back to tradition, uh, I mean, you have to clean your house, before, yes. absolutely clean your house beforehand, get rid of anything. That all has to be done before Chinese New Year. But uh, also, what kind of decorations with symbolism do you put up? Uh, we we do the cleaning things uh, before Chinese New Year. Uh, is the twenty uh, eighth uh, uh, of the Chinese calendar. Uh, so uh, we got the cleaning purpose is to uh, sweat away the bad luck. And uh, for the decoration, we have a lot of red things. Um, we, we call Fai Chen uh, have us Chinese writing uh, we write something like uh, what we want like uh, we want to have an improvement uh, on the education or on the money so we write something done on a red sheet and, and then we post on the wall My thanks to Feng Shui Master Chen Kan Lung and here's Matt Walsh with another New Year tale a popular attraction at Lunar New Year in 1932 was Harmston's Circus in Kowloon. However, one of its stars had gone missing. The Hong Kong Daily Press reported that Harmston's Circus have not yet recovered their lost kangaroo, or rather a wallaby, which is the same thing except to zoologists.
It went for a walk on Monday night and has not been seen since. It is quite harmless, but Mr. Harmston's fear is that, in view of the festive season, the poor heart has suffered the fate of the mythical Fanny Adams. Mr. Harmston offers a reward of $25 for its return and assures us that the poor wallaby doesn't make at all good eating. The fate of the wallaby is unknown. My thanks to Ophelia Chan of Herbal Bliss, Feng Shui Master Chen Kanlung, and journalist Matt Walsh of RTHK's Newswrap program, lending his voice there. Thanks for listening. Kung Hei Fat Choi, and have a great start to the Year of the Monkey. Join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage. <laughs> <laughs>